Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just Show Up with Janine. I am your host, Janine Youngworth. Thank you so much for joining me here today and I hope that wherever you are at in your day that it has been amazing. Um, If you are new to my podcast, I welcome you and I hope that this episode and the entire podcast, other episodes contribute to you in ways that you never thought possible. I am currently working on doing a nine-day live launch into my group coaching program. And so if you're interested in learning more and joining the free nine days of me sharing tips and tools of things that I've learned over the years that have contributed greater ease and joy in my life, you can sign up at selfmastery.live. And so I really just wanted to talk about what the other side wants you to know in today's episode. And so someone who is a client of mine, and it's um, actually someone that my daughter has worked for previously, um, had gotten in touch with me because she was just too emotionally attached and she wasn't getting clarity on a situation and that was around her dog that was you know transitioning out of this world and she knew that the time was coming but she just wasn't sure how to trust herself and so I had told her that you know it's animals know exactly what they want and just like us as humans we we have free will And here's the thing, Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that we have free will even in our passing. Now, there's going to be times where, you know, someone's in a crash and their body's so mutilated that there's just no coming back from that. So the decision is made, right? Or the choice is made. Everything comes down to choices. That's how we create in our lives. However, it isn't necessarily God that decides it is us that, that decides because we, we do have that free will. And animals are no different. And so people will create the transition that they want to create. For example, let's say grandma's on her deathbed and she's holding on until the last family member gets there and they arrive and then she finally takes her last breath. Um, but then there are other times where maybe they're waiting for family members to arrive and that person waits until everyone's left the room to go have a a coffee break or a supper break or whatever and then passes all alone and on their own and the reason that happens is because that's exactly how they wanted it and some people are like I don't want any fussing over me you know I just they want privacy and they just want to go on their own Maybe they just, you know, whatever, whatever their reasons. And then others know that it's a contribution to the family that, you know, they hold on until that last person gets there. So there is no right or wrong. It's just about the journey and the choices and and how everyone's impacted from that, from that transition and from those experiences and, and all of the above. So there is no right or wrong. There's simply choice and choice always creates. So um, you know, I just said that, you know, the dog will very clearly let you know that, you know, when it's her time and when she's, when she's ready, and then you will know, you know, when to take her in. And 
So I think it was only a few days after, you know, we'd kind of had these conversations and, you know, I'd let my daughter know because she had done dog sitting for these people and, you know, my daughter loves their dogs and these people, these people don't have kids. Their, their dogs are their children and, and, you know, I have a dog and I have children and, you know, those of you who don't have pets, like, have compassion because they become a serious they seriously become members of the family and they take up a huge space in our hearts they they are just so loyal and loving and you know they have their own little personalities and it's just it can be very hard for someone when they lose a pet so even if you've never experienced that please try to have compassion around what someone might be experiencing if they lose a pet. And so um, the day that um, they took took her in um, to be put to sleep, my daughter woke up and, and the dog was the first thing on her mind. And so when I messaged her shortly after noon, after um, my client had messaged me, she said, I knew it. Like, I just knew it. And so later on in the day, um, my daughter said, you know, that she was crying because she, she knew she was going to miss this dog. And she went to her Kleenex box to grab a tissue and there was a live ladybug sitting on her tissue box. And she thought, huh, that's interesting, right? And so it's like the universe will be giving us signs or our loved ones will be giving us signs. And so she noted it, of course, she's just like, that's odd, like, it's springtime here, there's still snow on the ground. So, you know, where did this ladybug come from? And uh, she gets to work and finds a ladybug charm on the floor. And so she sends me a picture and, um, you know, tells me of the story of that, you know, she was crying earlier and when she went to get a tissue she found this ladybug. And so I always invite people to their own awareness, you know, rather than me just stepping in with what I'm getting. And so I asked my daughter, like, what do you think this means? Like, what do you get from it? And of course, she was busy at work. So she never did respond. But I felt very strongly that I needed to send a screenshot of my daughter's messages to me, um, to this client. And you know, let her know that the dog is definitely on the other side and well, and that this is, you know, to be her sign to them. And um, a beautiful conversation through text unfolded and with both of us in tears at times. And so her husband is kind of skeptical on all of this stuff. And he's never had pets before. So she said, you know, he was kind of struggling with with this loss and I think he was taken aback because again you just don't think you can get so attached to something like a a pet right and so she did share with him that you know all of this and and you know being very skeptical but he actually um lost a bet in the fall to a friend and part of that bet was that he had to get a ladybug tattooed on his foot. And so when he heard that this was the dog's sign to them, he completely melted down. 
And you can't make this stuff up. You just cannot make this stuff up. So obviously the dog has a sense of humor. And because he lost a bet, he has to get the tattoo. And so this tattoo now is going to have meaning and connection. And so I just think that's a beautiful story. And, you know, you just you just never know how the signs are going to show up and the meanings behind them. It's just, it's just truly, truly, truly amazing. So I just kind of wanted to share that. I think there's more to it, but I'm just not remembering right now, um, you know, with the story. Oh, yeah, there is a little bit more. Um, so, of course, I continued giving them messages and things that she was saying to them and thanking them and you know, things that she said that I could never know, like even around, you know, because they had spent the entire night with her on the floor um, before they could get her into the vet the next day. And, uh, you know, she said that she felt every kind word that was said to her and it brought her comfort. Like, I, how could I know that they were speaking to her and telling her things? And so that meant a lot to them. And so after I had you know, we had finished kind of texting back and forth. Um, I took my own dog for a walk and on my way back, same thing, like there's, there's snow on the ground. So it's like, there's not a lot of bugs out and active yet. Cause it's still pretty chilly. We've had some warm days, but <clears throat> as I was walking there in front of me is a ladybug flying around. And so I I got my camera out because I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, I will just take a picture of this and send it to her And because uh, there's more messages. And this thing just wouldn't stop flying around. And um, so I just thought, well, okay, whatever. Like, it's, I guess it's just my message. And then, of course, um, the dog started speaking to me and saying, thank you. Like, the message is for you, silly. And... And it never did land. Like, I never did see it land. It was just to get my attention. And I knew what it was connected to. And then she started communicating with me. So even sometimes, you know, when we're busy in the busyness of life, like, even though I was going for a walk and it was very relaxing, I, you know, wasn't really totally paying attention. I wasn't tuned into that. And so she she brought my awareness back and just, she wanted to thank me personally for giving the messages to her parents, right? And, um just thank me for my gifts and my abilities and for what I do. And so it was really cool to get that appreciation and gratitude from the dog for me assisting her parents and um, helping them get some closure and and helping them through this process of grief because it's going to be days ahead that are going to be harder than others. And um, that's what grief is, right? It's it's a change and it's it's the ending of something that was very special and it's adjusting to life without that thing no longer being a part of our life in the ways that we knew it. Um, of course, when our loved ones transition out of this world, they are always with us. It's just that because they're not in the physical anymore, it's a lot harder to be aware of them. And oftentimes we aren't. It's just like that dog had to give me a sign to get my attention. And so that's why our loved ones will give us signs to get our attention. Um, to let us know that, you know what, they do know what's going on with us 24-7. And they know when we're going through hard times and when we're, you know, when things are good and when there's celebrations and all of those things. And so their signs will be very timely. 
very, very timely. And so I want to say to you, if you don't, if you have loved ones on the other side that you would love to hear from and you don't know what their signs are, simply ask them to show you what their sign is to you. And when you see it, you will know it. And just trust that. So really pay attention and um, know that our loved ones are with us all the time. Um, the relationship has just changed. They've just transformed. Um, we go from, it's just like all the various, um, I guess, molecular structural forms that water has, right? It can be ice as a solid, it can be water as a liquid, and then it can be um, humidity as a gas, right? And same thing with us in human form is like water as ice. We're in that solid, lower, dense vibrational frequency. And when we pass on, we simply leave the physical body and we return to that of our true nature of that in spirit. And so we are a very high vibrational rate at a, I guess, at a frequency that the naked eye cannot see. And so, you know, even though our loved ones have transitioned and crossed over, they're still with us. It's just that their energy is subtle. It's just, it's not as obvious as something in the physical realm. So pay attention because they are around us. They love us. They know what's going on. And um, you can ask them for assistance as well. So if you're struggling with something or you need clarity on something, you can ask them to provide that and they can do amazing things and orchestrate amazing things from the other side. So you are not alone. And uh, with that being said, I do have a book called You Are Not Alone. Um, it is available on Amazon as well. So um, I'm going to also just set a reminder here for you to, if you um, are interested in my nine-day live spiritual self-care, um, you can sign up at www.selfmastery.live and um, just put in your information there and then you'll receive emails and updates on on that program that I'm going to be running starting May 24th. So thank you so much for listening and remember you are the creator of your life. If something isn't working for you, you can change it. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.